tips. I'll start with you, Lisa. Who are you tipping today? Uh, I'm going to go the Hawks by 12. Sash? Um, I'm going to go um, underdog Melbourne Uni, but only by goal. I'm not going to go to Lucy because I know what she's saying. <laughs> I'm going to go Hawthorne as well. I think they can uh, win by five or six goals today. Speaking of Lucy, to get us underway for the opening quarter here at Melbourne University's main oval, Tin Alley. It is Hawthorne and Melbourne University doing battle. Round 10 of the Swiss Wellness VFL Women's Match of the Day here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio, the RSN Racing and Sport app and rsn.net.au. All in readiness. Umpire doing a final look around. He's about to hold the ball in the air. Here's Lucy Watkin to get us underway. Sit down. Nice day here at uh, Melbourne Uni. Main oval, blue skies, sunshine, very little wind out there. Great conditions on the ground as I just played. That's why I know, so that's good. And just quickly, no siren here because we're still experiencing some power issues. So Tanner wins the tap down. It's rove by Cantwell for Melbourne Uni. She gets the hands off to Wilson in her hundredth. She runs past it. The ball stuck. It forms in the pack, hits the deck, and the umpire says that will be mine. So we've got a secondary stoppage now in the second centre of the ground. Balls up. Fitzpatrick just with the tap. Cantwell can't get out of the grip of the Hawthorne player. It's Ibrahim with it, but she handballs to Pereira. Great tackle by Ashmore. Brings her to ground. Ball spills out. Can't get clean hands. Cordes through her legs, and she's wrapped up, and the umpire will says, I'll ball it up. About a minute into the opening term. Ball just moved to the broadcast side. Ground bathed in sunshine here this afternoon. A lot of footballers around. Mackie trying to extract it. She was dispossessed. Melbourne University with a bit of movement out of the pack. The 100-game players, Jan Wilson, kicked it in the Ashmore direction, bounced over her head. Pereira gave it across to Kais, who goes towards half-forward on the broadcast side for Hawthorne. Ball off hands. Fitzpatrick boots it away from the contest. Dribbling ball centre wing. Ash Riddle was able to get a quick kick away. Ball now at centre half forward. Angelus unable to get it cleanly. Hawthorne able to hit it back in towards the middle. Kate Gillespie-Jones sitting there. Swallows it. Gives the handball off. They work it by hand. Eventually ends up back with Kate Gillespie-Jones on the outer side. Long kick into no man's land. The umpire says throw it in. Although there's a couple of hawks appealing for deliberate, they won't get it. Ball to be thrown in on the half-forward flank out of side for Melbourne University. They are no score. Hawthorne also no score. We're a minute and a half into the opening term here on RSN Carnival. Ball in, Fitzpatrick, she wins the tap down. Grierson goes for it, gets the kick off quickly, but it goes straight into the hands of the Hawthorne player at half-back. Van Dyke, she gets the handball off. Green contests it, but she can't get the ball for Melbourne Uni. And the Hawthorne player is wrapped up, and it's holding the ball with... Riddell winning the free kick. She sends it long, but no one can take the mark, hits the ground. Green gets the hands off to Riddell. She can't win it. And it's taken to the ground, but it hits the ball. Ibrahim, who gets the handball out the back to Riddell, who sends it long, but it's out of bounds. On the full, in the forward pocket for Melbourne Uni. On special comments today, Lisa Roper. Real yeah, stagnant no, first uh, yeah, first few minutes. Melbourne are taking it to the Hawks. They had a couple of good quality feeds in. I think they'd um, be, be um, a little bit more on the scoreboard. Emma Mackey working overtime. Got a handball across to Ebb, who... 
Just has a hoping kick ball at half forward. Kate Gillespie-Jones, as soon as she got the footy, she was grabbed. Umpire calling play on. Unable to trap it in there was Hay for Melbourne University. A spiralling kick out of the contest. Dribbles back over the boundary line and out of play. Half forward flank out of side for the Muggers. It's contested. It's tight so far, Sash. There's real no advantage going either way at the moment. Yeah, Melbourne Uni are getting, they're feeding it into the forward line. It's just going out bounds quite often. So ball up, hits the ground, no clear possession yet, but Riddell is dragging her player along the ground and gets the handball to Fitzpatrick, who's caught immediately, so it'll be holding the ball. But Kais goes to play on, hits trouble, but Madges manages to get the kick off, hits Beeson on the chest, and she'll go back to take the free kick. Sort of centre wing, she sends it long down the line, Mackie can't take the mark, spills to ground, Keeney with the ball, she wins the clearance, going long... Looking for Green. She can't take the mark. Price is running after the ball, but she's in pursuit by the Hawthorne player. Hawthorne player spins out of the tackle, kicks the ball, and couldn't get a clean connection, so it's gone out of bounds on the full. Free kick to go the way of the Muggers, entering the fourth minute of the opening term here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio. The RSN Racing and Sport app and rsn.net.au. No score either side as they go searching for the footy on that out of sight, it ended up on the athletics track out there. And now Melbourne Uni uh, going to take the free kick. It will be Cantwell to take it. Half forward flank out of side for the Muggers. The chip inside attacking 50, not great. And Kai's takes the mark. One of the veterans in the Hawthorne side brings the ball wide. Has a couple of options. They needed to talk and they did just in time there. Van Dyke takes the mark. Back pocket now on the broadcast side. No score either side. Hawthorne in defensive 50. They were caught. Got a handball over the top to Kais. Hugs the boundary line with the kick. Fitzpatrick lays the tackle on to Tanner in her 100th game. Ball over the boundary line and out of play as we've got a blood rule coming from the ground from Cantwell. We'll throw the ball in. Half forward flank on the broadcast side. Umpires making sure everyone's in position. Still each team yet to score. Five minutes into this first term. Ball goes in. It's Tanner with the tap down. Crockett Gills can't get the clean possession. And when she does, she's wrapped up in a tackle from Emma Humphreys, who's just come in off the interchange. So they have the ball up. Tanner. Tapped out of the contest, and Riddell roves. Great, but she's wrapped in a tackle, still gets the handball out to Fitzpatrick, who sends it long over the hands of Greiser, who taps it down to Aarons. She dodges one, dodges two, goes for goal, but misses. And it's Gilda, who will take the run out to the pocket. One bounce around the player, takes the kickoff up the wing, but it's over a player's head. Should go the way of Melbourne Uni here, and it does. Clatt, I think it is down there with the ball. She gets the hands off and Hardiman just pumps it long down the line and the mark will be taken by Hawthorne on the halfback flank. Ebb on the outer side, defensive side of the wing. A little unsure where to go. Chips it down along the boundary line. Best spot though, Hardiman on the outer wing. Takes the mark, will chip it short. Oh, misjudged the kick, bounced off... The chest there of McDonald. Hawthorne, though, had numbers 
to respond and they kick it towards half forward on the outer side. David gave the hot handball off. Wasn't really effective. Hawthorne again have time to compose themselves. Quick handball over the top to O'Donnell and up and under kick towards the half forward flank. Cut off by Riddle who goes towards centre wing outer side. Juggling it there was Price unable to take it cleanly. Another opportunity almost for Hawthorne to break free of the contest on the outer side. Ibrahim applies the tackle and we will get a ball up. You feel, Lisa, that Melbourne University have had control of the momentum in the last three minutes but have been unable to capitalise on the scoreboard. Yeah, they need to clean up their passing a bit. It looks like Hawthorne are loose in the back line but it's working very effective for them. Kai, she gets the kick out in mid-air down to Luke who's wrapped up immediately in a tackle on their half Hawthorne half forward and we'll have a ball up at centre half forward for Hawthorne be Tanner and Fitzpatrick in the ruck again, Tanner wins the tap back but it's Rove by Ibrahim who gets the clearance she sends it long into the centre Pereira, Greiser but it'll be Pereira who gets the ball out on the wing, she sends it wide in the direction the direction Direct, sorry, direction of Dowler who gets the kick long down the wing. Hardiman can't take the mark. DeBortley's there to clean up and she wraps up Flanagan in a tackle. Ball still bouncing around in the forward pocket and they can't get it clear and we'll have a boundary throw in. First foray inside attacking 50 sash for the horse. They're, just, they're not linking up at the moment. No, um, they're definitely, you can tell they want it, but it's just not happening. Melbourne's pressure's really, really good at the moment. And um, same same again up the other line. I saw Greiser got a pretty big knock to the head earlier, and she's been sort of struggling since then. Ball thrown back into play. Inside attacking 50 for the Hawks, but it's all the muggers or Riddle. Had it before, well, tried to get it away before she had it. Luckily, she had uh, a player in support there, Mun. Mundy who uh, put it out on the full so free kick to go the way of Hawthorne eight and a half minutes in to the opening term here on RSN Carnival, no score either side, Lou Watton to take the free kick, half forward flank decides to go long inside attacking 50 with the kick Mark, not paid there to Cords in defensive 50 for Melbourne University handball given out, Kai's on the receiving end of it just tracks backwards and then pokes it inside, attacking 50. Not to the advantage of Hawthorne. Scooping it up. There was Carroll, who's a, a late in for the Hawks' side. Riddle quickly gets boots a ball. Bouncing one just outside, attacking 50. Under pressure is Nesta. Somehow got a handball across to Lou Watton. Plenty of Hawks jumpers around here. They've just got to use it effectively. They do now. Kais goes inside, attacking 50 with the kick. Again, no one able to take a mark inside, attacking 50 for Hawthorne. It's straight to the deck. The umpire's picked out a free kick, a high tackle, and it will go the way of O'Donnell, who will line up for goal on a 45-degree angle, about 30 metres out. On special comments today, Lisa Roper. Yeah, it's looking um, good down the other end of the field now. The Hawks have started to apply a bit of pressure. I think that's the wake-up call that Melbourne have given them. So, Claire O'Donnell... Begins her approach for our first score here at Tin Alley. It's just to the left-hand side and a minor score for Hawthorne. It's what they lead by 10 minutes into the opening term here on RSN Carnival. Riddell will take the kick. She hits it short to Hardman in the forward pocket. She'll go back, look for her options. Plenty of Melbourne Uni players running towards her, but she decides to go long and up the line looking for Price, who can't take the mark. 
She tries to rove it, but it, she runs past it. Plenty of numbers around the ball now for Hawthorne, but they can't get it. Melbourne Uni applying plenty of pressure over on the far wing, and the umpire says that will be mine. So one minus score so far to Hawthorne, despite it being pretty much all Melbourne Uni in that first 10 minutes. But Fitzpatrick, she got the tap down to Cantwell, who got the handball. Sort of along the ground, wasn't very effective, and huge pack of players has formed around the ball. But we have Fitzpatrick standing up in a tackle. She gets the handball off, only to half forward for Hawthorne. They go inside 50. Luke is in pursuit of the ball, but she won't get there to, before Clatt, and she'll knock it out of bounds for a throw-in. On special comments also this afternoon, Sash... Anything interesting in the last couple of minutes that you've spotted? I have, yeah. Look, you don't want to be giving away free kicks, especially out the front of uh, Hawthorne's forwards there. And, you know, if that had come off, it would have been a goal and they might have been up and about. But, um, yeah, it's just very, very tight at the moment. The pressure's on both sides. But, yeah, don't want to give away those frees. It's all wrapped up from the boundary throw-in. Watton won the tap down. Hawthorne go back inside, attacking 50 with the kick. Ball off hands. Melbourne Uni... Just fumbling it at the crucial moment. Carroll was unable to get possession of it. Muggers get it to Gillespie Jones who runs around in a circle, turns the ball over. The kick from Flanagan was smothered. Hawthorne have been able to move it though to the top of the goal square and I think a goal has been scored. It has and I think just picking it up, that might have been Emily Gilder that kicked the goal there for Hawthorne. Our first major here at Mayan Oval at Melbourne University. Around the grounds quickly, the Western Bulldogs have uh, got a little buffer. 5-5-35 over the Bombers, 4-5-29. One of the two games also running in parallel with ours this afternoon. Good goal there, Lisa, from Emily Gilder. Yeah, it was a good goal, and I think um, Clatt's given away a bit of height on, on Luke, but she's getting in and getting the spoils, just not effective clearances, and Hawthorne pushed, put, it, put it back in. Greiser got the kick of half back for Melbourne towards Ashmore, but she couldn't take the mark. She wraps up her player in a tackle, and it's held up on the outside wing. We'll have a throw up out there, and we've got Tanner winning the tap down, but it only goes as far as a fellow Ruckman in Fitzpatrick, who gets a tap out towards Keeney, and she knocks the ball over the boundary line. It looks like Pereira and Keeney going together on the wing out there. Good matchup for Keeney, first year player in the VFL for Melbourne Uni. Tanner gets the tap down, only in the direction of Melbourne Uni, but it's picked up by Hawthorne, who go long down the wing, but only as far as the boundary line. The ruck duel is going to be an interesting one today, Sash. Both Fitzpatrick and also Tanner have uh, done a majority of it so far. Yeah, I've been um, noticing that quite often, um, that Tanner has just a little bit more reach at the moment. But, yeah, really uh, great contest between the two of them. Hurried kick on the boot towards half forward. The muggers or the kick from Kate Gillespie-Jones went straight into Carroll. Ball now inside, attacking 50 again for Hawthorne. Carroll lays a great tackle on Kate Gillespie-Jones. Somehow manages to fire it out under pressure, though, is Belzer on the outer pocket for Melbourne University. Not the distance, according to the umpire, the kick. And now he says, give it to me, I will ball it up, taking 
what she thought was a mark was uh, Dahlia Edward in defensive 50 for Melbourne University. 117 Hawthorne leading the Muggers yet to score 14 minutes into the opening term here on RSN Carnival. Ball tracking towards the boundary line with Cantwell who's back on the ground. And there will be a free kick by the looks of things going her way up against the picket fence on the outer side. She taps it short down the boundary line, tried to get it to the advantage of a, a Hearns out there who follows it up, was able to scoop it. Now Kate Gillespie-Jones arrives for support. A lot of Hawthorne jumpers around this contest, though. They're able to cause the turnover and then wrapping up quickly there was Keeney to cause the stoppage. We'll get a ball up between centre wing and half forward out of side for the Hawks. They lead by seven points. Tanner just wins the tap down again, but no Hawthorne player can get effective use. Humphrey goes through a few plays, gets the handball out to advantage. Ibrahim, sorry, Cantwell, gets the kick away, but it's a dribbler out towards half forward. Mopping up his Hawthorne, but the kick is intercepted by Kate Gillespie-Jones. And she'll send it back in the same direction. Long. Hawthorne can't take the mark, and she's run down by Ashmore, who handball. Off to Nesta, who gets it off to Van Dyke, who sends it forward, and a great mark inside 50 by Alison Dowler for Hawthorne. She's tracking back, hasn't sort of... Looks like she's going to take a shot, though, now. Oh, no. She's found an option, gumming short, and she's Lou Watton, but it's hit the ground before she could take the mark. She comes in hard, knocking DeBortley off her feet, and it's found Beeson, who gets the handball out. She's not effective. Melbourne Uni get a hurried handball out. Pereira gets Hay, and she sort of gets it over the boundary, but Ashmore keeps it in, sends the kick inside 50, but it's only met by Nesta from Hawthorne, who gets the kick again towards the wing. Fitzpatrick almost a mark, but it's not paid. It hits the deck, and Hawthorne get a handball back, but she's wrapped up by Green on the outer wing, and the umpire will say, that is mine. It just seems like Melbourne Uni need to put it a bit on the boot. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's uh, not happening for them down in there uh, forward either at all at the moment. Ball between centre wing and half forward out of side. Ibrahim trying to extract it, unable to do so for the Muggers, and we'll get another ball up. Still on the outer side. Melbourne University yet to hit the scoreboard. Fitzpatrick got a fingertip to it. Hurried kick on the boot there from Beeson. Doesn't go the distance. Fitzpatrick lost control of it. Ibrahim on hands and knees was unable to get it away. Now Hawthorne back inside attacking 50. Flanagan chasing after it. Boundary line beats all comers and we will throw it in. Inside attacking 50 for Hawthorne. They're 1-1-7. Muggers yet to score. 17 minutes into the opening term here on RSN Carnival. The round 10 Swiss Wellness VFL Women's Match of the Day. Fitzpatrick and Watton. Fairly neutral from the tap out. Crockett grills up against the boundary line. Tries to centre the foot. He's going to fall in the pocket and fall in the hands of Danielle Hardiman. Former Carlton player who has joined North Melbourne for the 2019 AFLW season. They've switched play to the broadcast side and taking it is Lauren Ahearns. Scott Gowans be very happy with that switch there and Ahearns. She goes up the line. Can't Kearney, sorry, can't take the mark. It finds Kyers who dodges, gets the short pass out to Ebb, who sends it long inside 50, looking for Beeson, who can't take the mark, but it drops to Clap, but she's wrapped up immediately by Flanagan in a huge tackle, and it finds David, but she's dispossessed. 
and she will get a free kick for in the back. Bit of a contentious one. I thought it would have been for holding. Lucky this isn't a video stream, given the facial expressions of the commentary team. David, she sends it in, and Luke, she can't take the mark. Grison ran past it. Samar, she gets the handball out, but it's only as far as DeBortley. Her kick smothered by Nesta. Day- Edwards, sorry, she gets a kick out, but it's intercepted by Hawthorne, by Ali McDonald on the wing. She goes to switch play right into the centre. High kick finds Mackie. She gets it off to Van Dyke, who's full of run. She'll kick it into the into the forward 50, but it only goes as far as Kate Gillespie-Jones. Gillespie-Jones, who is swallowing everything across half-back at the moment, gets it to Ashmore. A couple of the North Melbourne's prized recruits linking up down that outer side. They've turned the ball over here, though, and Haynes takes it, kicks it back down that boundary line only as far as Hardiman. Has it between centre wing and half back for Melbourne University. Comes short to Kate Gillespie-Jones. Just possessing the football across half back now. A long, searching kick down the wing from Gillespie-Jones. Muggers have a lot of players around the footy. They lose control of it. Great tackle applied there from Ellie McDonald. Wraps things up. And we will get a ball up. Centre wing on the outer side approaching quarter time here at Melbourne University. Hurried handball out of the contest. As they try and get the uh, siren siren going here at (laughs) Melbourne University. <laughs> well done to the timekeepers here. Quarter time here at uh, Tin Alley. It is 117 Hawthorne. Melbourne University yet to score our only goal kicker in that quarter, Lucy, was? Emily Gilder from Hawthorne. And you felt, uh, Lucy, you, Melbourne University probably had the, the most possession in the first five to ten minutes of the game. Couldn't capitalise on the scoreboard. Hawthorne were able to just gradually grind their way into it. Yeah, I think that's uh, where they really needed to put some points on the scoreboard. I don't think Hawthorne are going to give them very much. And when the ball gets down to the forward 50 for the Hawks, their defensive pressure is phenomenal at the moment. Mm. So, yeah, very limited options. They're often leaving Caitlin Greaser up by herself, which for the 23rd player... (laughs) Uh, asking her a lot from, from the youngster. She was outnumbered by five Hawks there at one point, so um, they obviously think she's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit uncomfortable when you're outnumbered by five Hawks player. want to make mention of Kate Gillespie-Jones, who's almost like the gatekeeper across half-back at the moment for the Muggers Sash. She's swallowing everything, but no one's really creating anything forward of the ball, and yeah. she's just having to hope and kick, big, long hoping kicks towards the centre wing, hoping that it comes off for the muggers. Yeah, she's there every time for the mark, pretty much in the same spot as well. So she's not, um, she's obviously reading the play well, but yeah, she's got no one leading down that mid and is having to really launch the kick, hoping that they're going to get the mark down there. Um, the other thing I just wanted to mention in that quarter was Hawthorne had a couple of really easy opportunities that they just missed like um that mark you know uh was it dowler yeah we thought she was going to go for a set shot she obviously didn't back herself and um sort of shank the kick in there yeah um and then again they had it and but like uh, lisa said their pressure they're not letting that first effort go on a miss there'll be a second third effort that they just keep it down in their 50 quite often Quarter time here at Main Oval, Melbourne University. It's the Hawks by seven points. Second quarter up next here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio. 
you're listening to Carnival on digital radio, live streaming around the world and on the RSN smartphone app. See the listening guide at rsn.net.au. This is what you might have missed on RSN 927's Racing Pulse. And it's Camdus. Would you believe it, Craig Williams again? Every ride was the waiting, keeping cover, get out late, even Camdus in the last. Mm. It was a beautiful watch. But it's Nature Strip. Still clear. Nature Strip by two lengths. What was your initial thought as he crossed the line? He had to race all the way down the straight into a gale. Nothing led into the straight and one, and nothing led all day. So it was a terrific run. A journalist legend, Barry Cassidy. Hawk would go after the football. He would be sitting there with his transistor radio and the earplugs in and you know Tony Locker would miss a goal and he'd be on his feet cheering because his horse had just won a race and <laughs> his passion for racing overrode wherever he was mm. and he always cleared Saturday afternoon David Hayes is also going to give us a wrap on how the enigmatic Redkirk Warrior is progressing towards the July Cup on Saturday. They were thrilled with him uh, Regan said the horse felt great so he knows how he feels when he's going well and Regan was very very happy with it Welcome to Four Corners. On the surface, Australia's horse racing industry looks to be going from strength to strength. The CEO of Racing Victoria, Giles Thompson. I was always slightly confused what key story was going to be and and last night's show didn't really put any great light on that. It seems to be a disjointed set of issues. Terry Bailey, outgoing chief steward, will draw me live in the studio next. What was your thought as you were sitting there watching it? I'm not quite sure where the story was supposed to go, but nonetheless, uh, at the end of the day, um, as far as the Aquanita inquiry is concerned, we got the evidence, the charges have been proven and we did our job. Andrew Mallion is my guest. I didn't realise you had two Colts on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, One of them named after the first ever Melbourne Cup winner. Correct. Didn't actually uh, hit us until uh, after he was born. It was all too late. But yeah, Archer and uh, my other little one, Finn. And an absolute champion in the making. He's the pinnacle of jumps racing. Sell sense. You know, getting getting more adapt to it, jumping better every time. So uh, the, I think our confidence level's going up and, and so's the horse. Chautauqua jumped cleanly and Rupert Lee is very relieved. You told our producer off here that it was better than winning a group one and I mean it too. Tommy, how did that go this morning? Yeah, no, I feel a lot better than I did about 20 minutes ago. No, it was just good to see him back. Racing Pulse, the heartbeat of Victorian racing. Weekdays from 8.30am on RSN 927. Come and see the bigger, better Bayswater Jayco. Check the brilliant range of caravans and campers. New and pre-loved. There's finance to get you on the road. Repairs and service from the experts, including insurance work and an accessory shop with all the essentials, gadgets and extras. Bayswater Jayco really has got it all. All you have to think of is where to go. Bigger, better Bayswater Jayco. Canterbury Road, Bayswater. It's the heart of Craigieburn, where you can play golf all day and dine seven days and nights. Where you can catch live music, have a punt at the tab, earn Sporty's reward points and watch every game. Game of footy, Craggyburn Sporting Club, where it's always by the people, for the people. RSN 927 rolls out more Victorian Trots news and more Victorian Greyhound news in our new 10am reports. 10am Tuesday, the week's Victorian Greyhound news in Off the Leash. Wednesday, the statewide Trots update, one out, one back. And Thursday, the ID18 update as Victoria welcomes back the Inter-Dominion. More Trots, more doggies, part of RSN 927's new 10am reports. Catch them live or later on podcast. This is the BFL Women's Match of the Day. Welcome back to Main Oval, Melbourne Unit. I don't think I've got that out right once so far today. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Melbourne University taking on Hawthorne, and currently it's the Hawks leading by seven points. About to get the second term 
underway. Beautiful conditions. Uh, breeze is a little bit swirly, not really favouring either end by uh, the looks of the gum trees around the grounds. Beautiful sunshine everywhere, apart from where we're standing in the commentary position, where it's a slight bit fresh. <laughs> I am anyway. Second term about to get underway. No support from my colleagues. Fresh <laughs> I'm too cold to say anything. <laughs> Late change though on the wing there. Yeah, um, that was an interesting. Yeah, Pereira lined change. up. Pereira lined up originally against Grierson, but she's come off for Meg Hutchins, who I just mentioned before. To Coxie hasn't touched the ball yet. Meg Hutchins, one of the veterans, and Ashwin was on the bench. Oh. So we got. Underway here at Melbourne Uni, Fitzpatrick. She won down the tap. No clear possession taken in the centre until Edwards comes in, roves it, gets the hands off to Riddell. She puts it forward. It's tapped away by the Hawthorne player in McDonald. But her, one of her players can't run through and grab the ball, so it's been wrapped up in a tackle by Kira Price of Melbourne Uni. And so the umpire will give the throw up on the edge of the square forward a centre for Melbourne Uni. Tanner and Fitzpatrick again. Tanner again with the tap, but it's Ashradell for Melbourne who roves it. She gets the kick off inside forward 50, bounces over the head of Katie Anglis. She can't get it, but she goes in for the second effort, gets the ball, and was unfortunately tripped by the Hawthorne player out there in Luke. It is out there, so she's going to go back and maybe take a shot here. Maybe find a lead inside 50, but it looks like here she's gone back. She's taking a shot. She's hit it nicely off the boot, and it's gone through for a goal. So that's the first goal, first score for Melbourne at Uni this quarter, and quite a nice goal from the that pocket was a by fantastic goal. She really backed herself then, and it paid off. What did we make of the movement from the centre there by Melbourne Uni? What do you think, Lisa? Yeah, better. I think, um, you know, they've done a good job and they did what they did at the beginning of the game and this time they've got the points. Reward for effort, finally, for Melbourne University and after a quarter and two minutes, they only trail by a point. Ball up back in the middle. And Muggers looked to get the clearance again. Ibrahim was cut off. They just tapped the ball around. Ibrahim tracking it again. Has a player on the outside. Cords. She's taken. Umpire calls. Play on. Luke. Long booming kick towards the half forward flank on the broadcast side. Lou Wadden chasing after it as three muggers bearing down. They talk. Clatt spirals it away from the contest. Now Hawthorne with all the numbers. The quick kick back inside attacking 50 from Van Dyke out the back of the pack. Gilda was spoiled but kept it going. Socket it off the ground. Just to the near side though and a minor score for the Hawks. They're 1-2-8 Melbourne Uni. One straight six. Two and a half in to the second term here on RSN Carnival. So Ashradell from Melbourne Uni will look to bring it in play for them and she goes short again for the second time to Danielle Hardiman in the forward pocket. She goes back. She's slowing things up and goes short again. She finds Hay just by the 50 metre line. She'll go back and she'll probably look to go short again up the line. She's searching for Price. She can't take it. Tests the spoil. Ibrahim meets it out the front, but it's Riddell who gets the kick off of Melbourne Uni. Kai's. She gets the ball and kicks it inside 50 for Hawthorne, looking for Mackey. She can't take the mark. Gilda taps it. Clatt. She gets it for Melbourne Uni, but she says she's held off the ball, but the free won't be paid and it will be taken over the boundary line. Just next to the behind post in the forward pocket for Hawthorne on the outer side. 
Umpire to toss the ball back into play. Two-point lead to the Hawks. Watton won the tap down. Hawthorne trying to extract it. Riddle applying pressure for Melbourne University as is Ibrahim down there. Who's been in the thick of it so far in this uh, second quarter, Sash? Yeah, she has, and making a real impact as well. Uh, Melbourne Uni look like a different side now in the second quarter. Oh, quickly roving and a quick shot on goal from Hawthorne. Oh, God, did I just jinx them? (laughs) (laughs) Commentator's curse. It is Beeson. So the player who kicked a goal in the last 90 seconds against Williamstown last week to get them over the line has her first here at Tin Alley this afternoon. 2-2-14, Hawthorne move to. They lead the Muggers one straight six. Four minutes in to the second term here on RSN Carnival. Lisa, again, Hawthorne grinding their way into the term. Yes, they are. I've, I've, um, I know Biso for a few years and she's an absolute goal sneak, so that's just <laughs> regular for her. <laughs> oh, we've had a, uh, overstep the mark by a Melbourne Uni player, so Tanner, she gets the free kick out of the centre and goes straight for half forward where Pereira will take the mark for Hawthorne. She goes inside 50. Watton is pushed off the ball. Hardiman, she ends up with it on the bounce to Melbourne Uni, but she's quickly dispossessed. Beeson again, sorry, Mackie, trying to get the ball away, but she's wrapped up and it will be a ball in in front of goals about 30 metres out for Hawthorne. Luke winning the tap down. Hawthorne again with numbers. Crockett grills. Was able to get the handball away in time, but then it's all wrapped up. Dibitoli. They're wrapping things up for Melbourne University. Still inside defensive 50. Hawthorne leading 2-2-14. Melbourne Uni, one straight six. Tap straight to the deck. Muggers again with numbers around the footy. Just got to use it cleanly. They have a hurried kick away from the contest. Hawthorne, though, will send it back towards the top of the 50 arc. Beeson had it knocked out of her hands. Ball bobbling around. Grierson was taken into the turf. And the umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. Just inside attacking 50 in the corridor for the Hawks. Crockett grills roving. She whacks it on her boot towards the top of the goal square. Ball off hands. Hurried handball away. Cords in the back pocket. Just kicks it in a little bit of hope. Here's Meg Hutchins. Fumbles it. Lost control of it. Ball in play momentarily. Now seen over and out of play. We haven't seen Meg Hutchins too much so far today, Lisa. No, and I don't think you're going to add to the stats with that one. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't quite get the clean pick up on the boundary there, but it's Tanner who taps it forward, but it's rowed by Melbourne Uni, Ibrahim. She gets the quick, quick out, and speaking of, Hutchins, unfortunately, can't get a clean possession of the ball and will go out of bounds again for a throw-in. Not too far from where we had it before. Be thrown in. Fitzpatrick sort of shielding the sun for her eyes before she went for the tap and Tanner she won the tap down but Hawthorne player is immediately wrapped up so we'll have a ball up on the broadcast wing Fitzpatrick she gets the tap this time can't well she can't get out of the grips of Crockett Gills who is pursued by Fitzpatrick but it will be Monday running through who knocks it out of bounds 
Same spot again. Yeah, same spot again. At least it's on this side of the ground, though. It makes it slightly more easier for us here in the commentary position as it's thrown back into play. Half-forward flank for Hawthorne. Out the back of the pack was Beeson. Got collected by two muggers. Ball back to the deck, and the umpire says we're going nowhere. It's still very tight, very contested footy here at Tin Alley. No, no side really taking the... Game by the scruff of the neck at the moment. Hurried kick on the boot there from Humphreys in towards the middle, looking for Ashmore, just past her. Has three Hawthorne players to deal with. Did well until Melbourne Uni support arrived. They've been able to cause the stoppage. The umpire should call for it here and finally does. We will ball it up in the middle of Tin Alley. Just on the edge of the cricket pitch. It's a very dry centre circle, Lucy. Here's a very dry centre circle. Girl came off with cuts all over her knees in my game. Falls the way of Bells of Melbourne Uni. Gets the hands to Fitzpatrick. Hands to Kate Gillespie-Jones, who pumps it long inside 50, looking for Anglis. She doesn't have the legs, but Hawthorne do. They'll look to switch the ball wide, looking for Van Dyke. Bounces through the hands of Hutchins, but does get to Van Dyke. She'll get the kickoff down towards the wing. Wilson, in her 100th game, is wrapped up in a huge tackle by Luke, but the umpire says she didn't have the ball. So Wilson will take a free kick in the centre of the ground for Melbourne Uni. Umpire's asking her to straighten out behind the mark before she takes the kick. Almost went for the hands of Riddell, but the mark is smothered by Kate, sorry, by Mackie from Hawthorne, and it trickles into the Hawthorne forward 50 where Cordes will switch the play to Hardiman. Takes it, still inside defensive 50. They've got players on here. Just came over the back of the contest. Hutchins imposing herself now. Had support from Crockett Grills. Got the handball over the top. Hawthorne have a flying shot. Falls in the goal square. Muggers with numbers. One of those was Wilson. The 100-game player for Melbourne University. Kicks wide. Riddle takes the mark just in from the boundary line. The Muggers skipper just holds things up on defensive 50. Kicks down looking for Ashmore in a contest there with Pereira on the wing. Ball to the deck. Fitzpatrick coming through. Has the handball over the top. Was looking there for Price. Got dispossessed. Meg Hutchins now wrapped up by Fitzpatrick. Umpire says going nowhere. It's still very tight, Sash. Yeah, and it's just not moving from this particular side of the ground at the moment. It just seems to be no movement, no clear clearances. Watton and Fitzpatrick didn't get the first half, didn't get the second on the bounce, but Cantwell gets the kick away and it'll be marked Just by Ebb. Get the tape measure out. On the, <laughs> on the wing and she'll go long looking for Luke, but it's through the hands of Hardiman. She can't take it. Mackie gets the hands to Crockett Gills, but it's intercepted by Monday who gets a quick kick. Not the distance, the umpire says, and Riddell is wrapped up by Crockett Gills almost taken out, but it's ended up over the line and we'll have a boundary throw in right on the wing. Huh, looked about Lisa's. the same distance as the exactly. last one. Sorry, Lee, just cut in. Right? As Coxie said, get out the tape measure. It's not moving very far, is it? Well, if you pay this one, you'd nearly pay that one. Yeah. yeah. Ball toss back into play. Interesting couple of minutes here at Tin Alley. Good tackle applied by Nesta. Ball spills free. Hurry kick inside. Attacking 50 now from Hawthorne. Goes straight down the throat of Danielle Hardiman. She switches play to the outer side. Has support out there in Elise Hay. 
Puts it further afield for Melbourne University. They've got a bit of run on that outer side. They're now in the hand of Lorna Hearns. Goes towards the half-forward flank on the outer side. Greaser just through her fingertips. Had enough time to compose herself. The kick off the boot wasn't that composed in the end. And it goes out on the full. A free kick will go the way of Hawthorne inside. Defensive 50. So Hawthorne leading 2-2-14. Melbourne University one straight six. Been a funny old quarter of football, 11 and a half minutes in. Finally been able to get it off the uh, broadcast flank, though. Hawthorne, kick it down along the line. Hawthorne will get a free kick for an infringement, and it looks like Crockett Grills will be taking it for the Hawks. Crockett Grills just on the halfback wing for Hawthorne. She looks to go inboard and will. It's a long kick looking for Luke, but she can't... It's punched out of her hands and over the line for a boundary throw-in. We've gotten around the ground, and Casey currently leading Richmond 2-1-13 to 0-4-4. So Richmond probably ruining a few missed shots there. And I can tell you, too, that the Bulldogs uh, defeated Essendon in their game at Henry Turner Memorial Reserve. We'll get a score for that for you shortly. Fitzpatrick wins the tap down from the boundary throw-in. No clear possession taken, and it's straight back out of bounds. So another boundary throw-in. At final score at Henry Turner Memorial Reserve, 5-5-35. The Western Bulldogs, Essendon, a competitive effort once again, 4-5-29. Disappointing there for Essendon, who just got their first win last week. Can't get over the line this week. But the throw-in comes in, and it's neither who can get it. Watton sort of wrapped herself around Fitzpatrick as it bounces towards the centre wing. Wilson, she can't get the ball. Gets into the hands of Beeson. Then Kai's her kick smothered by Fitzpatrick who can't then pick up the ball but she sockers it off the ground like the Gaelic player that she is. But it only goes as far as Hawthorne. The player in Sibley who gets it out towards the wing along the boundary but it's kept in by Grierson. She goes inboard, but the mark is chopped off by Hawthorne. They'll look to keep going wide, but Hutchins can't take the mark. Belzer, she roves the tap down, and it's inside 50 for Melbourne, but the ball just can't seem to find clean hands, and Belzer, Melbourne Uni, does find it eventually, and she's wrapped up. Ball didn't find clean hands, but a boot nearly did. Yeah, I saw that. Maybe should have been kicking in danger at half forward. Melbourne University need to make the most of this. Beeson's looping handball backwards wasn't effective. Ibrahim chasing after it. Had a good start to the second term. has gone a bit quiet in the last five minutes. Hawthorne trying to share it by hand. Messy stuff in the middle. They're going to get caught. They should be pinned. They won't be. Lucky for Hawthorne. Good tackle there from Elise Hay. Sees a ball up in the middle. Umpire just had it knocked out of his hands. 14 minutes in to the second term here on RSN Carnival. Hawthorne 2-2-14 leading the Muggers one straight six. Ashmore hovering. And she is all wrapped up. Good to see her back in the long sleeves, the traditional long sleeves for Caitlin Ashmore. Yes, she has been a long sleeve aficionado down at uh, Melbourne Uni for quite some time now. But I feel like she's wearing the fake long sleeve. The long sleeves under the sleeveless jumper. But, you know, we'll, st- we'll still give it to her. Speaking of, Ashmore's handball goes over the head of Riddell. She can't get clean possession and it's knocked out on out of bounds by David. Just want to make a point to Lisa that Ashmore's got the long sleeves on because it's cold. <laughs> too much time in Brisbane. <laughs> Ball. 
back in the air. Tanner, she wins the tap down from Hawthorne. Straight into the hands of Nesta. Her kick smothered. Can't be picked up by Hardiman. But Grierson, she's wrapped up by Luke. But then it finds Crockett Gills. Her handball only as far as Riddell, who's taken high. But it won't be that free that is given. It'll go the way of Edwards. Must have been Mackie off the ball. And it was the non-officiating umpire that came in to make that decision too. So I didn't didn't yeah. see what that was for. But Dahlia Edwards, she'll take the kick for Melbourne Uni. Defensive side of 50 for them on the wing. She decides to centre it forward. But it's Sibley who can't get, can't get it for Hawthorne. But she roves her own ball, goes on a run, kicks it up the ground centre, looking for Beeson. Clatt tries to take it out of her hands. She can't do it for Melbourne Uni. Crockett Gills, she's wrapped up. Hardiman, she can't get it out. And it's just the roving sort of mauling pack now that we've got. So it's going to be a ball up. Special comments, Sash Doherty? Yeah, look, it's uh, Melbourne all around the ball, but they just can't get past the Hawthorne in the mid. It's just like back and forth, back and forth at the moment. Um, yeah, Again, they just really need to push past, make a lead. Ball will be thrown into play on the half-forward flank outer side for Hawthorne. They lead 2-2-14. Melbourne Uni, one straight six. 16 and a half minutes into the second term here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio. The RSN Racing and Sport app and rsn.net.au as Riddle applies the tackle from the boundary throw in. Muggers, numbers around the footy. They got it to Kate Gillespie-Jones who was mown down. The umpire circling gave the benefit of the doubt and will toss it up. Also on special comments today, Lisa Kiwi-Roper. Yeah, I was just having a little look. It looks like Ashen was actually being tagged for a fair bit, so that's why she's being a little bit ineffective today, I think. Yeah. Riddle, unable to get a clearing kick away. Bouncing ball, Hawks with numbers. Good pressure, though, applied by Keeney to see the ball over the boundary line and out of play between centre wing and half forward on the outer side. Plus, I was checking out his sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> they are fake. Yeah, it's the fake sleeves, yeah. Ball tossed back into play. Fitzpatrick won the tap over the top of Tanner. Muggers get a spiralling kick. Hawthorne have set up well across the middle of the ground and they've taken the intercept mark through Ebb who wants to retreat backwards slightly and then centre it towards Meg Hutchins. Used her footy brain to tap it into the advantage of Hawthorne who almost got it to David on the centre wing broadcast side. Gillespie Jones gives the handball off. Muggers... Kick was partially smothered. Ends up in the hands of Price at half forward. Has a target inside 50. Angelus couldn't take it. Ebb coming across to cut it off. Her kick smothered. Ball over the boundary line and out of play. Good work there from Melbourne University. That was uh, Kira Price that knocked the ball over the line and out of play. We will throw it in. Half forward flank broadcast side. Under two minutes left in the second term. Ball goes in and it's Tanner who taps it right in front of her. Nesta could almost be said she was taken high but umpire says play on only as far as Clatt for Melbourne Uni comes with her shins back the other way and it's Carol she gets the ball only as far as Melbourne Uni and Riddell she'll put it out in front of Green she can't get a mark and it's Van Dyke applying the pressure and it will go out of bounds forward pocket for Melbourne Uni so Melbourne Uni only kicked the one goal this quarter their only score for the game Ball back in. Tanner wins the tap down. 
goes out the back to Gillespie Jones, but to Nesta, and she's wrapped up by Edwards from Melbourne Uni, and we'll have another stoppage just inside the forward 50 for Melbourne Uni. We tick towards half-time here. Fitzpatrick follows up her own ruck work, trying to get the handball across to Edward, who is taken. And the umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. 2-2-14, Hawthorne leading the Muggers, one straight six. Ibrahim, her kicks, partially smothered. Gillespie Jones, trying to take control of things, was unable to. Now applying the tackle is Keeney, and we will get another ball up as centre-half forward. Been a tight, contested game of footy so far here at Tin Alley. Ahern's up and under kick inside, attacking 50, bouncing ball. Angelus sends the handball backwards to Humphreys, who's dispossessed and will be pinned for holding the footy. A free kick will go the way of Hawthorne. Just inside defensive 50, they go down along that outer boundary line as the siren attempts to sound here at Tin Alley. I'm not quite sure whether the umpires have heard oh, it. No, we've got it. They have, yep. So, half-time here at Tin Alley, and it is Hawthorne 2-2-14, leading Melbourne University one straight six. Our goal kickers to half-time, please, Lucy. Goal kickers for Hawthorne, Rebecca Beeson, with a beautiful rove and snap for Hawthorne in that quarter and Gilda also with the one and the one goal kicker for Melbourne Uni so far has been Katie Angelus. So uh, Hawthorne leading Melbourne Uni 2-2-14 to one straight six on special comments Sasha Doherty. That was an interesting uh, last five minutes played by Melbourne Uni. They really stepped up uh, their forward forward defence pressure and they just didn't want to let it out. They felt like I think they had another goal in them before the end of uh, before the end of the quarter had finished and uh, unfortunately didn't come off for them but yeah that was a great smother by Price and I think they just need to keep that up for the next half of the game. Lisa it seems as though the wheels are turning for both sides but neither are able to gain traction for sustained periods of the game it's the game's sort of floating between the two at the moment and it's being played between the two 50 metre arcs. Yeah I think that um, every forward coach's nightmare really mm. is the defensive efforts from both teams has been quite solid and and even though the scoreboard's not showing it it's quite an, well, it's an even game but the ball's yeah you're right it's going from 50 to 50 and poor forwards aren't getting much show at all really they aren't we might take a break here on RSN Carnival as Melbourne Uni head towards the rooms at half time 2-2-14 they lead uh, sorry they that's Hawthorne that are leading 2-2-14. Melbourne Uni trailing one straight six. We'll be back to review things right after this. You're listening to Carnival on digital radio, live streaming around the world and on the RSN smartphone app. See the listening guide at rsn.net.au. Another massive week on The Breakfast Club. It's great to have your company. If you missed any of the good stuff, here's a snippet of what we did. Luke Bruce for the Hawks. We've got great youth in the group that are coming in and providing the energy and spark that we need. And then you also have the older heads that have been around for a while and provide that stability. So the next month, Brisbane this weekend, they touch us up. We probably owe them one. 
from a little while back, but after that we've got a couple of games that we expect as a footy club to win and then try and set ourselves up in a really strong position in the back end of the year. Daniel Rich is a very important part of the Brisbane Lions football club. The emotions of Dane Beams after the game, obviously crying after the game. You don't really know what it's like until you're actually in that situation and no doubt it can obviously hit home pretty hard when it comes to front of mind and it's on the weekend, but yeah, all we can do is be there for him and suppose be their friend to lean on. Some Bulldogs and have a chat to the champ. Marcus Bontempelli. Do you ever sit back and think <laughs> what you've gone through within your 100 games? There has been a lot happen. After my first year, having a whole lot of change after one season with coach, captain, even CEO, and a few other things just, just really changing. For me, I was like, oh, is this normal? This can't <laughs> be normal. Like This isn't something that happens every season. So a lot has happened still in terms of yeah, the loss elimination final, the 2016 final series, and then and the fight, I guess, now to get back to, I guess, our best football. Hayden Kennedy's been summoned out there. There might be TV cameras hanging around waiting for Hayden to turn up. He might have a briefcase, Hayden. That'd be good shots, but it really... be in the briefcase? I don't know, some papers. <laughs> you always try to look important, Whitey. Like, I've brought in an iPad today. It's not meaning I'm using it. But... No, no. <laughs> she announced her retirement from international netball with a focus now solely on her Suncorp Super Netball career with the Magpies. I speak, of course, of the one and only Maddie Robinson. The last 12 months, I guess, for me, have been pretty difficult difficult in international space in being in the team and then being out of the team and I remember sitting down with my family at the end of last year and I was like I think if I can get to Commonwealth Games that will be it. I'm really happy with where it's at and it's time to go. Richmond Football Club, Sean Grigg, Jack Revolt hosting AFL 360 on Tuesday night. <laughs> I did tune in for a few minutes and I did notice that he doesn't look straight into the camera. He looks just <laughs> below it where the TV screens are and he just watches himself the whole time. <laughs> It's not surprising for me. Bit of me, me, me time for the big fella. The Breakfast Club, 6 till 8.30 weekdays on RSN 927. Thanks to the tab. We love a bet. One of them is where I shake my head to get my hair out of my eyes. There's another one where I sort of do like a little squeaking in my throat. Tourette's syndrome is a neurological disorder that affects thousands of Australians. It is characterised by involuntary movements and vocal noises called tics. We can't help it, and we're just like you in every other way. So visit Tourette.org.au. Got a big game this weekend? Here's where to meet up. The Mail Exchange Hotel, just five minutes walk from Etihad. Ales, wine, superb food and tab terminals. The Mail Exchange Hotel, where footy fans meet up. Corner of Burke and Spencer Street City, right opposite the steps at Southern Cross Station. Every day, in many ways, the Royal Flying Doctor Service takes the finest care to Australia's furthest corners so that all Australians can enjoy the best of health. The Royal Flying Doctor Service has been taking care of Australians for over 80 years. But we still need your help to continue providing emergency rescue and essential health care to remote and rural communities. Make a donation or become a supporter and help keep the Flying Doctor flying. John Trevorrow, Aussie cycling legend, reporting on the Tour de France for RSN 927. Over 3,329 lung-busting, calf-pumping kilometres. John is tracking the tour and following the Aussie chances. They don't want to lose time. It's just not room for everyone, so it's just chaos. Catch his overnight wraps in the Breakfast Club and Breakfast Bite and stage reports in sports overnight. John Trevorrow, tracking the tour for RSN 927. Thanks to Mitchelton Wines. Mitchelton. No matter what your age, most of us played sport when we were young. And there was always one thing that made you want to disappear into a corner or even give up your chosen sport. 
and that was when somebody on the sideline hurled abuse at either you or a teammate. These are the moments that make sport painful for so many kids, and the time has come to stop it. I'm Elise Perry from the Southern Stars, and my message is simple. Let kids be kids. Let them enjoy their sport without interference. Google Play by the Rules to find out more. Nadia Horn and RSN 927's winners. The winners team provides you with informative and engaging form analysis. Mondays, Matt Welsh reviews Saturday's racing. Tuesdays, Warren Huntley and Rob Nicholson with Flemington and Caulfield Trackwork reports. Wednesdays, Dean Lester and Warren Huntley with a midweek preview. And every day, the table take us through the big market changes. Winners. Weekday mornings from 10.30. On RSN 927. Thanks to Tab. We love a bit. These cold mornings make it hard work getting everyone up and sorted for the day. So imagine if something had happened and you and the kids were suddenly homeless and out in the weather. It's hard to believe, but that's the reality for thousands of people just like us. Help the Salvos provide a hot meal and a safe place to stay, then the chance to start a new life. You can give hope where it's needed most. Please give to the Red Shield Appeal at salvos.org.au. Get back to work. But I am working. What, your latest Instagram post? I'm lodging a free Dial Before You Dig inquiry online. Visit 1100.com.au to use this free service or call 1100 during business hours. You can talk with Father Gerard Dowling. Welcome to the Family Counselor Program. It's great to be with you wherever you are. We all need a helping hand. It's always great to come in here, spend this two hours with you as you listen. And a friendly voice is just a phone call away. The Family Counselor Program. We all need someone to talk to. Sunday nights from 10. Heaven is a place on earth. On RSN 927. Am I Presented by Tobin Brothers Funerals. Celebrating lives. This is the BFL Women's Match of the Day. It is the Swiss Wellness VFL Women's Match of the Day here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio, the RSN Racing and Sport app and rsn.net.au. We are at Tin Alley for Melbourne University up against Hawthorne and at halftime it is the Hawks 2-2-14 leading the Muggers one straight six in what has been a very tight, contested, not really a lot uh, of players taking the game on, there doesn't seem to be that hunger out there at the moment for either side to take a victory today. Yeah, there's not really a clean distribution of the ball and, and getting it out and transitioning very well at all, but I'm sure the tackle count's pretty high because that seems to be all, all the um, stats that'll be ticking over at and, the moment. And it seems to be snookered on either of the flanks. Luckily for most of that term for us, it was on the broadcast side of Great the ground. short-sided ones. Looking at the Hawthorne side, as being one of the, the challenges, if you like, in 2018, Sash, yep. they don't seem to be clicking at the moment. And it's something that I've seen over the last couple of weeks. They have spurts where they can be really impressive and really dominant on the field. But then they just have these little lapses in and out of the game. And it's a bit of a worrying sign when you look at someone like Collingwood, which you would have seen up close as well last week, Lisa, who are just that constant beating down the door, continue to push, continue to push, whereas Hawthorne, it's almost like they're getting a little too comfortable. Yeah, it looks like they're going through the motions a bit as well. They're, yeah, they're pretty casual in the way that they do move the ball around. I uh, noticed uh, just in the pocket towards an F50, there was a bit of uh, casual, slow movement like, 
it wasn't a mark but took a step back like they were taking a mark and uh, I was just like that's not the sort of pace you want when you're trying to score especially in such a low scoring game such as this one and um, you know coming up against Melbourne Uni though they've got that um, the pressure and things like that they're still not up in the top five so I feel like Hawthorne shouldn't be so relaxed. Mm, they should my opinion on things is that they should be looking to get a percentage boost in, yeah, this, in this game because it is a little bit tight in the top four the uh, positions are obviously going to move around between now and the end of the season but you want to give yourself a little bit of breathing space because there are a couple of sides Western Bulldogs in recent weeks that have been building Casey's now starting to hover and bubble away as well Richmond are there and thereabouts Darabin are also there so you've got these sides that are starting to knock on the door of the top four you want to give yourself the best possible chance of making finals come the end of the season and I don't think Hawthorne are quite doing that just at the moment. Yeah, I think you. I think you're right. They're putting a bit of pressure on themselves, and they've got players that have got the ability to, you know, take good good clearances and move the ball nice and easily. But they're just, for some reason, they get one one mark here, one mark there, and then kick to a contest when there's, you know, probably better options. So yeah, I don't know. Their decision making's a little off. And a player that you'd be looking at uh, for something a bit more is Meg Hutchins because we, we noted at the start of that second term we hadn't really called her too often. She started imposing herself on the contest towards the back part of that term but there's room for improvement for her and I'd suggest a majority of the Hawthorne list just to click into gear and fire up. Yeah, she's, I don't want to say it, but she is looking a little bit off. But there's a couple of times where she's gone up half-heartedly, I think, for for a contest, which the Meg Hutchins, we all know, would have actually taken the mark, and she's throwing one hand at it. One was a spoil, one was kind of even, I don't even think, a proper attempt at a mark. And So I'm not too sure what it is, whether she's just not used to the girls who are right around her with her playing on the wing um, for some of that quarter. So could be just some communication on the field as well. But you want her to start to lift a little bit now and I think even with um, Tanner and the ruck, Tanner is often getting a first hand to the ball but she's yeah. just not giving enough direction down from it so she's not kind of making the best use from it and you know it's another area they could probably clean up. And I j- just noticed that uh, as Hawthorne ran back out on the ground, Hutchins has got uh, a black armband around her left arm so wonder whether maybe there might be something happening behind the scenes that we're not aware of that may be affecting her performance today and if that's the case um, obviously our sincere condolences go to, to Meg yes. Hutchins True, for, for Melbourne University Sash um, yeah. again they've been playing they've been working hard yeah. it's that forward 50 link up that they're missing at the moment it's almost like they haven't got someone that can take a clean mark when Gillespie Jones is having that long ball towards half forward yeah. they it's need someone coming up just to give them a little bit more direction it's almost like they need another Gillespie Jones to mark it from herself you know that height that they've got in there um, but having that set shot earlier that really I think that worked but you can't rely on that every time and they do they need those little rovers such as Hawks has Beeson coming in and taking those quick snaps and with the rate things are going as we saw a ball up every sort of few seconds that's the sort of uh, goals that you'll probably be looking at getting uh, quicker than having those set shots at the moment player that may be able to provide that link up at centre half forward because she has played forward in years gone by for the Muggers and Lucy I turn to you, Caitlin Ashmore Mm. she's a player that can take a good strong overhead mark, she can provide a bit of dash and a bit of run do you throw the challenge at her and go right you're our centre half forward for the second half Mm. 
go out there, take the marks, because I, I can't remember which one of you guys said it, but it looked as though she was being tagged yeah. in that first half. So is that a way of releasing that tag, but also giving her responsibility and accountability going forward for the muggers? Yeah, I was about to say before you started with the tag, but yeah, she's got Chantala Pereira just like hot in her case every single time she goes near the ball. So I think you're right. I think sending her sort of maybe centre-half forward, um, getting her a bit closer to the action, not sort of waiting out in the wings as she is on the wing, um, and putting a bit of ownership on it could get her closer to the ball and, you know, help lead uh, Pereira away from her as well. And, you know, if Pereira's taking her and Hawthorne see that she's the danger, danger girl, danger woman then, you know, she'll drag another Hawks player with her, which will take, which which will create more space for the Melbourne Uni forwards up there. And, you know, um, Caitlin Greaser, the 23rd player for Melbourne Uni, she's very tall, but she's very, 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 very good on the ground and has good good skills. So, you know, it could be worthwhile, a good, a good thinking point for Scott Gowans. Lisa, you're Paddy Hill. What's the instruction to Hawthorne for the second half? Um, probably some consistency with, um, you know, when they do get it and they do spread and um, composure with the ball. It's, it's almost like they, you know, get the spread and then rush the last couple of kicks when it gets around the top of the 50. And um, so, yeah, just a bit of composure so they've got some better entries and I'm, I'm sure they're banging some goals then. Sasha, Scott Gowans, what's the instruction to Melbourne University? Uh, I'd be saying uh, keep up the intensity from the end of the second quarter, but also look for a lead. Like, get those players that are just stagnant to move forward. Um, yeah, so those really long and accurate kicks that Gillespie Jones has is going somewhere and paying off. Third quarter about to get underway. Here's Lucy Watkins. Ball up in the centre to get us underway and Fitzpatrick, she wins the tap but bouncing ball out towards the wing, can't be won Nesta, she gets it for Hawthorne but she's immediate lapped up, Tanner she tries to come in over the top and Mackie she ends up with the ball wrapped up and we'll have a secondary stoppage right next to the centre circle Fitzpatrick with the tap, she wins it down into the direction of Cantwell she's spun in a tackle but gets the handball out towards the wing Melbourne Uni player out there is wrapped up in a tackle and will have a third stoppage. So contested football early in this third quarter. Tanner again, she wins the tap down towards Crockett Gills who wins the clearance for Hawthorne. Monday coming off her player, can't get the ball. Gillespie Jones tapped it down but only as far as Flanagan. She ran over it and it will be wrapped up again inside the forward 50 for Hawthorne. Who lead 2-2-14, Melbourne University, one straight six. Early stages, third term, Hawthorne spiralling kick out of the contest. Good grab taken out there by Olivia Flanagan. Up against the fence, about 25 metres out from goal. It's a difficult set shot, Sash, but she looks fairly confident. Yeah, I think, you know, this is a pretty good angle. Again, if you're backing yourself, you have more of a chance. Flanagan. Banana. Yeah, tried it, but unfortunately put it well out on the full. And a free kick will go the way of the Muggers. So no addition to the score so far in the first minute and a half into the third term. Hawthorne 2-2-14, leading Melbourne University one straight six. To take the free kick will be Cords. Cordette, she's told to go back a bit, but she goes. She's going to switch the play over towards Ibrahim in the forward pocket. 
She bounces on the boundary line, almost out of play, but she keeps it in. Looking back, asking for players to come towards her. She goes in the Wilson-Ashmore direction, but misses it all. And it's out of bounds on the full, right where the paint for the 50 meets the boundary line. So Pereira for Hawthorne. She'll take the kick, sends it in long to the hot spot. Big pack, no one can clunk to the mark. Cordes, she kicks it off the ground for Melbourne Uni, but it's Nesta in quick pursuit. She's wrapped up, gets the quick hands out to Gilda, but she misses everything, and it's out on the full again. On special comments this afternoon, Lisa Roper. Yeah, it's, um, again, <laughs> tough, tough battle for... Um, to get in a clean ball, and I, th- I don't think we've had a proper mark yet. Ball bobbling around at half forward, out of side for Hawthorne. Fitzpatrick assisting with the tackle, which was a little too high according to the umpire. So free kick to go the way of the Hawks. Half forward flank on the outer side. Just decided to chip it in short. In the end, was a good decision because Beeson's taken the mark. 45 degree angle, 40 metres out from goal. Gives the quick handball off to Kai. Soldered right up the creek. Hayes on her hammer. Hawthorne have time to compose. Crockett Grill sends a quick ball towards the pocket. It's marked just within the paint by Hawthorne. And that's Emily Gilder that has got it on a very tight angle right up next to the behind post. Waiting for something to happen. She hasn't got much going on inside attacking 50, so... Gilder's going to have to have a shot opens up the angle and just puts it to the near side 2-3-15 Hawthorne leading Melbourne University one straight six we're approaching four minutes in the third term on RSN Carnival Riddell she kicks it to herself and heads long towards the outside wing backing back with the ball was Fitzpatrick she couldn't take the mark but Nesta gets the hands only as far as the Melbourne Uni player standing in front of her Tanner gets the ball, hand passes it, and the kick goes into the pocket, and Hawthorne, Gilda, taking another nice mark inside 50. She's tracking back, and she's on the boundary, probably about 50 out now with her run-up. Looks like she's going to take a shot. She runs in, very, very tight angle, pops it on the left. It won't make the distance, and... The mark was almost taken by the Hawthorne player, but they got the kick away midair, but it's unfortunately hit the post. So they've gone to 3-3-16, leading at Melbourne Uni one straight six. So Hardiman in the back pocket out of side, puts it down along the boundary line in the Fitzpatrick direction. Ball off hands, Humphreys coming through, got a looping handball over the top, searching for Cantwell on the outer wing. Just overran it, has support now, Fitzpatrick goes inboard to Humphreys who was immediately under pressure from Nesta and the umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. On special comments today, Sash Doherty. Yeah, look, I saw uh, Luke made a great lead into that um, hot spot and she was on her own. I had um, I had the Hawthorne player, sorry, I forgot their name already, kicked it straight in instead of wasting time on the boundary. It would have been probably a straight goal for Hawks. Yeah, Luke did it twice. Yeah, good that's what you want out of a forward as well I'm sure Lisa you know that yep. but uh, you know she's doing her job and no one's passing it to her ball on the centre wing Ibrahim gets a free kick for the muggers they put it down along the boundary line jeez it was very close touched and over the line out of play so we'll throw it in 
Centre wing out of side. Hawthorne 2-4-16 leading Melbourne Uni. One straight six around the grounds. 2-7-19 the Casey Demons leading Richmond who are yet to get a major on the board. They're six behinds up at Queen Elizabeth Oval in Bendigo. Fitzpatrick got the tap down but Humphreys ran over it. She gets the ball but it's only as far as Mackie for Hawthorne. She gets rid of a tackler, gets it back to Kais who gets the handball back to Mackie. She gets, kicks it in towards the centre, but Ashmore almost cut it off with the mark. She gets it, hits the afterburners, and gets the handball off to Cord, who tried the don't argue on Nesta, but was dispossessed. Gilda sends it inside 50, over the head of Beeson and Hardiman. Hardiman may get there first, but Watton, the kick off the ground, will bobble through for a behind for Hawthorne. They now lead 2 5 17 one straight Melbourne Uni. Some quick play there from Hawthorne, but you feel it was maybe a little bit of a chance gone begging for Melbourne Uni there? Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, Melbourne Uni, the kick outside defensive 50 has worked out okay for the skipper. Riddle puts it to centre wing and gets a mark. Belzer got movement here. Melbourne Uni, long ball inside attacking 50. Infringement for a push going the way of Hawthorne. Tough call. Yeah. That was tough. It was a pretty equal comp between the two of them, I'd say. Yeah. Quick kick, switching it to the outer pocket. Mark taken out there by Haynes. Gave the quick handball off. Hawks get a clearing kick outside. Defensive 50. Bouncing on the centre wing, outer side. Taken there by Mundy. She gets pushed as she kicked it uh, out on the full. So Hawthorne to get a free kick. Centre wing out of side. They lead 2-5-17. Melbourne Uni, one straight six. Seven and a half minutes into the third term here on RSN Carnival. Sash Doherty on special comments. Yeah, wow. It's uh, sort of going the way of the second quarter where it was just um, between the 50 me lines and uh, ball up after ball up. And again, they're not utilising these long free kicks they're getting. Yes. Something's up. Oh, no. Not over the mark, I think, uh, the umpire. Not happy with uh, how Nesta was approaching that. So Nesta eventually gets the kickoff down the line. Luke, she spoiled her own player there, and so the ball has been tapped to the boundary, and we'll have a throw in there. A bit more talk from Hawthorne may have helped them take the mark there, alas. Ball is thrown in. Kira Price has been thrown into the ruck against Abby Tanner. And it's Tabba who wins the tap down to Crockett Grills. She gets the ball in quickly inside 50. No one can get clean possession until Dee Bortley. She takes a run for Melbourne Uni, gets it, but only as far as Haynes from Hawthorne. She dropped the mark and was wrapped up in a tackle. Almost could have been a hold free kick, but it won't be. Ball hasn't made any ground. It's just come up. It's bobbled. It's bobbled. Kira Price, she gets the tap away and gets the tap away again to DeBortley. She's dispossessed and that's Hawthorne running through but a strong tackle from Riddell. We'll see her get a free kick for holding the ball. The skipper trying to lift her side here at Tin Alley. Ash Riddle's kick into the middle of the ground. Not effective. Ball off hands. It's a rolling scrum. The umpire hovering says, give it to me, I will ball it up. That's an opportunity gone begging there, Lisa, for Melbourne Uni. Yeah, they um, work hard to get the clearance, and then just seem to um, just lose it around around the half halfway of the field. As the tap was one down by Tanner for Hawthorne, Mackie lays a great tackle. We'll get another stoppage in the middle. Two five seventeen, Hawthorne leading the Muggers. 
One straight six. Approaching ten minutes in the third term here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio. Back underway. Ebb flicks the handball over the top to McDonald, who under pressure got run down. The umpire calls play on. Ebb goes back in for support for Hawthorne. Lost control of the footy, and a free kick will go the way of Melbourne University. Half-forward flank on the outer side. Hearns to take it. Stutters. Gives the handball off to Gillespie Jones. Long kick and a land at the top of the goal square. Melbourne Uni have a mark. Spectacular mark that was. And it's taken here by Elizabeth Keeney directly in front, about 15 metres out, Sash. Yeah, now that's that's Gillespie Jones's kick finally paying off. Put it into a dangerous position, Melbourne Uni... With an opportunity to score their second major, Keeney comes in. Goal umpire did not move. Two straight 12, Melbourne Uni moved to Hawthorne. Still lead 2-5-17. We're approaching 11 minutes in the third term on RSN Carnival. On special comments, Lisa Roper. Yeah, she did well to hold on to that. It was, um, they were outnumbered 2-4 to four at um, when she went up for that mark. And she's not particularly tall, so mm. uh, she's done a great job under pressure. I wouldn't... Don't think I'd be surprised if that was Bess's first goal for the season as well in the uh, VFLW. So congrats to her on the milestone there. And the ball, we're back underway, centre. Fitzpatrick got the tap down, won her own ball and hand-passed it out to Gillespie Jones, but her hand-pass was picked off by Mackey, who got it out to Emily Gilder. She sends it in quickly for Hawthorne and it goes over the head of Katie Clatton into the hands of Rebecca Beeson. She darts, she looks... Lowers the eyes and gets the ball into the forward pocket where I think Olivia Flanagan has... Olivia Flanagan? It's a 54. Oh, 54. <laughs> the number, another phantom number. Stand by. Stand by for who has the player, but she's on a very tight angle up near the boundary. 20 metres out, but she's going to take the shot. Puts it on the right boot and it's through. The quick reply from Hawthorne. Man, you'd be disappointed if you were Melbourne Uni, wouldn't you, Sash? Yeah, you would. And they had just this is what Hawks do. They seem to be sitting back pretty and then when something goes not their way, they go, oh, good Lord, we better bloody get it together. And, and again, answering with really quick goals and quick um, balls down into the 50, actually. And, again, there were some pretty good forward leads happening, but uh, that was a pretty good goal on the angle. So the goal was to Nicole Cormack, the 23rd we, player for Hawthorne. I'll put a caveat on that. We think. We think. <laughs> we think. <laughs> but we're back underway in the centre. It was Watton who won the tap down and got it to Mackie, but she was wrapped up immediately. So we'll have another ball up, and it's Hawthorne now leading Melbourne Uni 3-5-23 to two straight 12. The tap down, not effectively roved, but it's Pereira for Hawthorne who won it down. The kick was got away by Watton. Sorry, not Watton. It was a Melbourne Uni player who got it towards their 50. Greiser for Melbourne Uni. Got the hands away to Green, but she couldn't take it. Quick hands for the Hawthorne. It's Van Dyke who gets the kick finally away and out of trouble towards Crockett Gills, but she can't take the mark. It was Luke who overran it, but Crockett Gills will once again get the ball and the clearance out of the way, but only as far as Hay. Hay is run down, the umpire says, holding the footy. Free kick to go the way of the Hawks. Centre wing, broadcast side. It's just opened up in the last couple of minutes here at Tin Alley. Hawthorne with the ball, centre wing. 
They pop it up towards a contest over the head of Luke. Crockett Grills roving this. Kicks it towards centre half forward. Melbourne Uni with a player there. Sian Wilson kicks it in towards the middle. Here's Caitlin Ashmore. Takes it in the middle of Tin Alley. Puts it over the top. Player on is Belzer. Takes the mark half forward flank broadcast side. Has Ibrahim running around the back. Ignores that and goes to the lead in the pocket. Where the mark is taken by Caitlin Greaser, the 23rd player for Melbourne University, Lucy. She's a great kick, uh, Caitlin Greaser. So she's about 45 metres out on a 45-degree angle. She's backing herself to take this one. And if I was her, I reckon I'd back myself too. She's walking in towards goal and she'll send it on its way and it's a great kick (laughs) over the top of the goal umpire's hat and as I said if I was her I'd definitely back myself and she's done the right thing there and put Melbourne Uni back in the contest. Three straight 18 but are being led by Hawthorne. Three, five, 23. Special comments. Yeah, that's exactly what they needed um, just to keep the momentum up because unfortunately before when they did get a goal it took them a really long time to score again and I think it's going to be a pretty even contest now with Hawks and Melbourne Uni's voices coming out. They were pretty quiet before and now I can actually hear them yelling for the ball. 15 gone, third term. This is the game of footy we were after. Ibrahim, hurried, fresh-haired shot at it. Wrapped up in the middle there is Tanner who is playing a 100th game today for Hawthorne we'll get another ball up, another stoppage it goes the way of the Hawks although Edward was sitting underneath it her handball over the top, ineffective we'll get another stoppage, good tackle laid on by the Muggers, who will get a free kick Ash Riddle will take it in the middle of Tin Alley as Gillespie Jones out wide, look that direction but wants to attack. High ball towards the top of the 50 for Melbourne University. Comes out the back of the pack. Hawthorne with numbers. Ebb puts it on the boot. They've got Flanagan on this broadcast side and she takes a defensive side of the wing. Flanagan, eyes darting, looks but goes the hands towards Kyes who had to be quick and was. Sent it up the wing. Gilda could have given away for a push but ended up with the ball and she's found a player all on her own it's Claire O'Donnell but she has taken a bounce still on her own, still at time got it over the top to Pereira who will have the shot but it's picked off by Clatt who goes to play on quickly for Melbourne Uni goes out wide to Wilson, the 100 game of Melbourne Uni, she'll go wide again looking for Grierson but ends up in the hands of Keeney, her quick handball taken by Van Dyke for Hawthorne who'll send it back inside 50 Watton got one hand to it, but it was Cordes who ended up with the ball for Melbourne Uni. Clap, she got it inside, and you'd almost say that Wilson was taken in the back there, but Pereira gets the handball to Crockett Gills, has the shot, misses everything, and will have a ball in in the forward pocket for Hawthorne. Get the feeling, Lisa, that Melbourne Uni are sensing something at the moment. They're sensing an opportunity. Yeah, I think um, they're proving that when they get the ball wide, they've got the space and they've got the speed to um, take it to the Hawks. It's just, again, the breakdown comes when they rush the last kick. Yeah. 17 minutes into the third term. Hawthorne through Beeson. Hurried snap on goal. Going to fall in the goal square. Player out the back. Hurried shot on goal. 
doesn't Ooh. make the distance and it's touched through for a minor score. I think that was, that was Van Dyke that had the spiralling shot. So 3-6-24 Hawthorne leading Melbourne Uni 3 straight 18. It was touched just before it went over the boundary line. A little bit messy for Melbourne Uni bringing the ball back into play. We'll have a throw in. Forward pocket out of side for Hawthorne. With about two minutes left in the third term, Watton won the tap down. Ibrahim applies another good tackle and we will get a ball up. So she's been one of the impressive ones for Melbourne Uni today, Hannah Ibrahim in the middle. Yeah, very, very quick, but also on the ball a lot and does get those clearances nice and fast. Beeson got the tap down, got the hands to Nesta, who got it out to the Hawthorne on the wing, and they sent it inside 50 to the centre, but it doesn't go far, only the way of cords so for Melbourne Uni. Clatt, first kick smothered, second kick found the chest of Sean Wilson. She'll go long towards the wing, towards Belza, but it was over her head, through her hands, and into the hands of Van Dyke for Hawthorne. And she'll go back in, but her kick intercepted again by Clatt. Bit of ping-pong footy there. Awful kick trying to centre it for Melbourne. It's taken by Crockett Gills. Her handball to Kai's. Kai's is stripped of it. Watton comes in, gets the hands wide, finds Kai's, who pops it on the left. Great snap. Trying to find, but it will be touched on the line. It doesn't even go through a score. It finds Katie Clatt, who sends it long, and the Kira Price misses the mark. It'll be put through by a behind by Claire O'Donnell for Hawthorne. Some very quick pace footy stuff there. A lot of mistakes. Must be the pressure. Yeah, I think it must be. Kate Gillespie Jones takes it back pocket out of sight. They can't afford to see concede another score here, Melbourne University, and they won't. Oh, Wilson's kicked those smothered ball on half back. Muggers under all sorts of pressure. They cough it up to Lou Watton, who sets sail to the right-hand side of the goals. And a minor score, 3-8-26. Hawthorne lead Melbourne Uni, three straight 18. The ball back into play as the siren sounds to mark the end of an entertaining third term of footy here at Tin Alley. Hawthorne lead 3-8-26, but Melbourne Uni are coming three straight 18. The goal kickers to three-quarter time. Thanks, Lucy. We had Elizabeth Keeney and... Caitlin Greiser hit the scoreboard for Melbourne Uni in that third quarter with Caitlin, sorry, Katie Angelis, their only other goal kicker. And the goal kickers for Hawthorne are Rebecca Beeson, Emily Gilder, and the 23rd man, woman, I should say, Nicole Cormack, kicking a cracker from the pocket for Hawthorne in that quarter. So once again, it's Melbourne Uni, sorry, Hawthorne leading Melbourne Uni, 3826-3018. Special comments. Where do you start? <laughs> yeah, I think if you're a Muggers fan, you'd be a bit excited how they're playing at the moment. I think they've got the the better the better uh, composure with the ball. It's just probably Maddie. Is it Maddie Wilson? Sean. Sean Wilson. She um, she's taking the marks and she's covering the ground, and mm. then she just seems to rush a kick and she's creating a lot of turnovers, which sort of undoes a lot of the work that she's doing, which is a little unfortunate. But aside from that, I think. Um, Melbourne Uni are playing playing the better football. They're playing the better football, but I feel Sash Hawthorne are structuring up just a little bit better, which is allowing them to trap it inside that defensive uh, attacking fifty. Yeah, and I think they're just whenever they do mark the ball, it happens to be in a pretty good shot for goal as well. And um, 
I don't know. It just it does seem like Melbourne Uni deserve to be winning right now. Just but every time they do score, Hawthorne answers pretty fast. But again, I still feel like they're being pretty casual at the moment. Ponder this team. I want to know who wins on the other side of this because we're set for a cracking final term here at Tin Alley. It is Hawthorne 3826 leading Melbourne University 3 straight 18 here on the Swiss Wellness VFL Women's Match of the Day on RSN Carnival. You're listening to Carnival on digital radio, live streaming around the world and on the RSN smartphone app. See the listening guide at rsn.net.au. It's the heart of Craigieburn where you can play golf all day and dine seven days and nights. Where you can catch live music, have a punt at the tab, earn Sporting's reward points and watch every game of footy. Craigieburn Sporting Club, where it's always by the people, for the people. The Country Footy Show. Hi, it's Adam White joining Paul Daffy every week with all the scores, all the news and most importantly all the great stories around country Victoria when it comes to bush footy. Port Arlington have struggled in the Ballaroon for a long time but they defeated Geelong Amateurs for the first time ever. Trainer Rod Smith. Is it true that you were really emotional after the game? Yes, then others were crying. When they saw him went, you think, yep, they've finally done it. The Country Footy Show goes up as a podcast every Thursday afternoon at rsn.net.au. It's on your radio at 5am every Friday morning on RSN 927 and replayed at 5pm Fridays on RSN's digital radio channel Carnival in the Melbourne area. Our children are so precious and the next generation of farmers. Make a safe play area where the fence and gates are secure. With supervision, you'll reduce the chance of kids being injured or worse. Visit farmsafe.org.au. John Legend, reporting on the Tour de France for RSN 927. Over 3,329 lung busting, calf pumping kilometres. John is tracking the tour and following the Aussie chances. They don't want to lose time. It's just not room for everyone, so it's just chaos. Catch his overnight wraps in the Breakfast Club and Breakfast Bite and stage reports in sports overnight. John Trevorrow, tracking the tour for RSN 927. Thanks to Mitchelton Wines. Mitchelton.com.au It's Anna Mears winning gold. Hey, I'm Anna Mears. Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling. And having my biggest rival, who I'd just beaten, ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory topped off an amazing moment. We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years, but in the end, we both respected each other, and that's what really counts in sport. Be gracious in victory and in defeat. To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair, go to playbytherules.net.au. This is the BFL Women's Match of the Day. Hawthorne 3826 leading Melbourne University three straight 18 one quarter to play here at Tin Alley and it's uh, I I get the sense Lisa and Sash that Melbourne University are sensing an opportunity whereas Hawthorne are almost just hanging on. Well, this is um, this is Hawthorne style, isn't it? Really, so um, you know, give everyone the false pretense that Melbourne Uni are in this game, and then they'll come back. And like they finished that quarter, the last two minutes, all the pressure was yep. inside on the on the Melbourne Uni back. So, uh, yeah, I think Hawthorne will come. They might they might let um, Melbourne Uni have a bit of a sniff for twelve minutes of this quarter and come home in the last eight. I want an answer to the question I posed <laughs> before three quarter time? Who wins, Lisa? Hawks. Sash. Uh, oh, I'm going to stick with Melbourne Uni. I think if they keep up the way they are, they might even just scrape in by one point. Lucy, I yeah. don't, do I really have to no, ask you? I think you're right about Melbourne Uni sensing an opportunity, but as Lisa said, this 
game and the position that the Hawks are in now is just such their style. They did the same thing against uh, they did the same thing against Richmond. They let Richmond get back into that game in that third quarter, but managed to sort of hang on. And I have a feeling they did the same thing last week against Williamstown. So you know, I think really think it's up up for up to anyone. I saw a draw here a couple of years ago at Tin Alley. I think we might be in stall for another one. <laughs> Put that out there. Just so we've got all bases covered here <laughs> yeah. in the uh, commentary position. About to get the final term underway here on RSN Carnival Digital Radio. Here's Lucy Watkin. Underway. The ball has gone up and it goes the way of Tanner, but it falls to Ibrahim. She can't get clean possession. It bobbles around and can't well. She gets the hands to Bikini. Her kick smothered by Pereira. And it's Luke who gets a handball to Grierson from Melbourne Uni. She sends it in. Anglis flies, but her punch only as far as Yule for Hawthorne. She's put under pressure, almost handballs it over the line. But Van Dyke comes in to help, but her kick intercepted by Cantwell, pressure applied by Tanner, and the ball has been wrapped up just where the paint of the 50 meets the boundary line broadcast wing for Melbourne Uni. Approaching the minute mark in this final term here on RSN Carnival, Melbourne Uni inside attacking 50, Ibrahim's taken in the, to the turf by Kais. And we will get another stoppage. We've gone back to that stagnant style of football that we've seen for a majority of the match so far. Apart from the third term, Hawthorne under all sorts of pressure. Good tackle from Humphreys. Sees the ball wrapped up. And we've got a Hawthorne player just off the contest in a little bit of trouble, guys. Looks like it might be Crockett Gills, who was taken out by, I think it was Cantwell. Oh, no, it would have been Ibrahim, sorry just in that little contest there by the boundary. Does not look well. And the... Hasn't really moved either. No. And the trainer's now around her in support. Just... I think we might have time on. The umpire hasn't called it just yet. It looks like um, Melbourne Uni have changed tactics a little bit. They've got... They've got no dedicated tools up in the in, in deep, so I'm guessing they're going to lower the eyes and feed the ball a little bit different. So mm. A bit more strategic, a little yeah. bit smarter. Yeah, it looks a bit different. So players now going towards huddles, which means we might be in for an extended break here at t- Tin Alley. 3-8-26. Uh, Hawthorne lead the Muggers 3 straight 18. An injury concern for the Hawks to begin this final term here at Tin Alley. Definitely right in saying that she hasn't moved so far from her position there. It's not Crockett Crockett Gills, no, because she's standing on half half back with uh, her Hawthorne teammate. Just looking around, is it Beeson? Yeah, that's where I've gone to. Or Mackie, because the socks are pulled up. Not Beeson. I saw her. She's in this huddle down here. I saw her run past. It's a bit of movement. But uh, not a lot. No. Trying to work out right. if it's the knee or the neck. Right right leg, I think it is. Mm. It's staying dead straight at the moment. As the, she's brought to her feet. And it's going to be shuffled straight off the ground in a lot of distress. Yeah, no weight getting put on that right leg. 
I'll, by the uh, Hawthorne player. I'll keep an eye on it to determine who it is, Lucy, as you get us back underway in this final term. It's Hawthorne 3-8-26 leading the Muggers. Three straight 18 back underway. Ball up on the half-forward line for Melbourne Uni. Fitzpatrick's tap goes past Riddell. Won by Cantwell, who gets it off, but it's Riddell who's wrapped up in a tackle by Crockett Gills. The ball spilled out, but the rolling scrum seems that no one can take clean possession. So we'll have another ball up just inside the 50, a bit further from the boundary line this time. Umpire wastes no time, puts it back up. The tap back goes to Riddell, finds some space, pops it on her non-preferred left... And the ball will go out of play off the hands of Rhiannon Green for Melbourne Uni. Can confirm that it is Emma Mackey, the one with the injury for Hawthorne in a lot of distress and lower leg, shin, knee to shin area for Emma Mackey. So not good for the Hawks skipper as it's all wrapped up inside attacking 50 for Melbourne University. We've travelled four minutes in the final term, but I think we've got about two minutes of extra time given the uh, pause in play whilst Emma Mackey was attended to who is heading straight to the rooms at a very slow pace. Melbourne Uni meanwhile they're not at a slow pace rocketing that off the boot there was Keeney through to the left hand side and a minor score. 3-1-19 Melbourne Uni they trail Hawthorne 3-8-26 approaching the five minute mark of the final term here on RSN Carnival. Hawks play on out of the defensive goal square. Up and under kicks. Going to go straight down the throw to Fitzpatrick, who plays on. Handball over the top to Riddle. She goes inboard. Searching handball there for Cantwell, who put it on the boot. Falls at the top of the goal square and then dribbles through for another minor score for the Muggers. 3-2-20 now, plays 3-8-26. My tip's looking good. I was about to say, we're looking at like it might be a draw with those two points there, but it's put back into play by Sibley, who takes the hands to Van Dyke, who goes to Crockett Gills, who dodges a player, but a kick only as far as Hay, who taps it down to Gillespie Jones from Melbourne Uni. Her defensive handball falls in the hands of Clatt. She goes towards the centre, looking for Edwards, she can't grab control, but it's Keeney who gets the hands off to Monday. She's wrapped up by David for Hawthorne. The hands come out to Hay for Melbourne Uni. Her hands not effective, and the ball has been all wrapped up on the outside wing. Kate Gillespie-Jones not happy with the umpire there calling for the uh, baller. Looked like they may have been appealing for a free there. But the tap goes down to Riddell, who wins the clearance. It goes past Beeson and is picked up by Van Dyke. Her clearing kick is taken by Tamara Luke at the half-back line. Gave the handball quickly off to Ebb, who ran into all sorts of trouble. Ball ricocheted into the hands of Greaser. Her k- kick was cut off and a thumping kick outside Look oh, towards centre-half forward for Hawthorne. Cut off by Clatt. Sends it back in towards the middle. Bouncing ball. Well, Gillespie Jones didn't go for the footy then. Opened an opportunity for Kyes. Goes inside, attacking 50. Cordes couldn't take the mark. Wilson, hurried kick on the boot. Didn't really go anywhere. Muggers under all sorts of pressure on the defensive 50 line. Lou Watton imposing herself on the contest. Kyes goes back in after it. Umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. Half forward flank on the broadcast side on special comments, Lisa Roper. Yeah, Uni are really scrambling down here in defence. They're doing really well, but I'd be questioning why um, 
Gillespie Jones didn't attack that ball in the middle. Definitely my question there as well, Lisa. And Ashmore ended up with the ball from the stoppage. Her kick to Aaron's went off hands, ended up in the scrum, but Van Dyke got the tap out to Tanner, who got it to Gills. She took a run, lowered the eyes, looking for Luke, but couldn't find it. Clat for Melbourne Uni, ended up with the ball inside. 50, her clearing kick couldn't be taken by Nesta of Hawthorne. So the ball has gone out of bounds for a throw-in. Half back or half forward for Hawthorne. Ball coming back in. Be Fitzpatrick who gets the ball to Cantwell. Her hands straight into the Hawthorne player. But it finds Riddell whose hands get to Van Dyke of Hawthorne. She can't take control. And the ball's gone over the boundary. But Humphreys for Melbourne Uni. She's looking a bit sore coming out of that contest. She's limping off, trying to run it off, but looks like she's in all kinds of pain as the ball's brought back in. There's certainly in a little bit of distress, just hovering off this contest. Real just went past her grasp. Hardiman, her kick, smothered. Over the top of it, Beeson may have got a shove in the back. The umpire calls play on. Hardiman is seen over the boundary line and out of play by Flanagan as Humphreys is coming from the ground. Sash and pointing down towards her ankle region. Yeah, not looking amazing there, just sort of limping off, as uh, Lucy said. But I just say the game is very rushed at the moment. It's like a hot potato. They just don't want to hold on to it. Riddle down along the boundary line. Bouncing ball stays in play. It's uh, three on one in favour of Hawthorne. Ibrahim arrived at the last minute over the top. Keeney was the one that got taken into the turf. So the umpire balls it up just outside attacking 50 broadcast side for Hawthorne. Trying to extract it is Fitzpatrick. The umpire says we're going nowhere once again and we'll get a ball up around the grounds up at Queen Elizabeth Oval in Bendigo. It is Casey 5838 leading Richmond 2820. Ball up was tapped down by Tanner in the way of the Hawks, but it finds its way to Hardiman, who gets the quick hands to Clatt, tries to clear it, looking for Ashmore, but the mark was cut off by Nesta. Her took the quick hands out to Beeson, who sent it inside 50, right to the centre, but Clatt again will clean up for the Muggers. She takes it quickly out towards the outer wing, switching play. Haynes for Hawthorne can't get a cold of it, but she gets rid of Anglis and does. Wrapped up, almost dropping the ball, but the umpire says play on. Belzer gets the kick inside to Edwards for the Muggers. Her kick smothered, but Riddell will, will rove that smother, and she's taken to the ground by the Hawth- by Hawthorne. So like Haynes is limping toward the boundary line as well as you having a hop. Ca- ca- oh yeah, casualties left, right, and centre at the moment for both sides as Kai's. Hurry kick on the boot is swallowed by Gilda. Between centre wing and half forward, outer side for Hawthorne. She looks straight into the sun as Haynes coming off, grimacing a little. The kick smothered on the outer side. Melbourne Uni pressure holding up. Kai's tracking it towards the boundary line. Keeps it in play. The kick comes inboard. Half forward flank outer side. Beeson. Puts it inside, attacking 50. Oh, bounced awkwardly for Ashmore, who just got a fingertip and boot to it. Through for a minor score. 3-9-27 plays, 3-2-20. Ten and a half minutes into the final term here on RSN Carnival. Ashmore just went the short kick in towards Riddell in the pocket for Melbourne Uni in their back line. She sent it long, looking for 
Gillespie Jones, but it was Edwards who flew over the top, ended up in the hands of Wilson, who was looking for Keeney, but it was taken by Hawthorne. Watton gets the kick away, but only as far as the Hawthorne player at half back. She goes inboard looking for Dower, but her kick isn't taken. Hutchins. Haven't heard said much of her name today, the veteran. She can't take control of it. Riddell goes through her hands. Kira Price, she takes it. Ibrahim hands to Riddell. She'll send it forward. Oh. Great passage of play by the Muggers. It's put out in front of Anglis, who's almost got no one in her kick. Just mown down at the last second by the Hawthorne player, and her kick went to the right for a point. So it's Hawthorne leading Melbourne Uni 3-9-27-3-3-21. Special comments, Sash Doherty. Uh, look, it's getting close. A goal in it now, really. Mm. So uh, my uh, my tip might come true. <laughs> <laughs> Long kick back into play. Ashmore put a hand out. Couldn't bring it in. As support, stripping the tackle there, Cantwell got it inboard to Ahearns who tried centering the ball. Umpire calling play on. Kais is taken immediately by Ibrahim, touched off the boot. And we will get a ball up inside the Muggers 50. Luke nominating for the ruck, goes up against Price. Ball hurriedly kicked out from Hawthorne, close to the boundary line. It dribbles over and out of play. Twelve and a half minutes into the final term here on RSN Carnival. Hawthorne 3-9-27, leading Melbourne Uni 3-3-21. Ball in, Jones, Gillespie Jones, sorry, in the ruck, goes through the hands of Fitzpatrick, ends up with Crockett Gills. She's spun by Riddell and Belzer. She wore Beeson like a backpack then. But Aaron's ends up with the ball and she's wrapped up by Steph Carroll for Hawthorne. So we'll have another throw up. Gillespie Jones and Luke there in the ruck. It ends up with Belzer of Melbourne Uni. She sends it in towards Greiser, but it's punched away by Ebb of Hawthorne. Clearing kick by Hawthorne. Goes to the hands of Nesta and Kai's. Debor Tally for Melbourne Uni can't quite get a hand to it. Keeney. She gets the ball inside 50 for the Muggers. Greiser over her head. Ebb once again mopping up for Hawthorne. She puts the burners on, but she's tackled. A great forward. Great a great forward line tackle by Greiser. She was going to kick it off. It looks like she might be now going back to take the shot, though. We saw her kick a very similar one at the other end of the ground, so she'll probably back herself here. About 45 metres out. 45 degree angle she's coming in for the kick she pops it on the right boot it's a big kick, maybe won't quite make the distance, the pack comes off hands, bobbles around Ibrahim ends up with it and she's wrapped up by Beeson so we'll have a ball up directly in front in the goal square for Melbourne Uni opportunity that they need to capitalise on, hurry kick off the ground go through, no, hit the woodwork Minor score for the Muggers. And a handy point. 3-4-22 plays 3-9-27. As Hawthorne looked to bring it back into play at the 14.5 minute mark of the final term. Beautiful kick down the throat of Flanagan. Wants to take on Ashmore and got around her. Has a free player on the outer side. Hawthorne building. Got to take a bounce. Got rid of it just in time. Lou Wadden dropped the sitter but has time to gather. 
Handball's in board, searching for Flanagan. Fell at her shins. She's got time to gather as well. Up against the boundary line. Her kick smothered. It'll dribble across the paint. And we'll get a boundary throw in. Our forward flank on the outer side for Hawthorne. They lead 3-9-27. Melbourne Uni, 3-4-22. 15 gone. Final term on special comments. Sash Doherty. So much space created by the Hawthorne players, uh, which made it really easy for them to move the ball down. It's not a Melbourne Uni player inside at that point. Keeney won the touchdown for Melbourne Uni and got the kick out quickly to the wing. Price for Melbourne Uni was on the end of it and kept it going down the wing, but only as far as Steph Carroll, who can't quite make it. So it'll go over the boundary, important territory there for Melbourne Uni, searching to maybe hit the front with five minutes to go in this fourth quarter. They've been building and building since the third term. The umpire brings it in. It's Gillespie Jones in the ruck who win the tap down, but goes only as far as Hawthorne. They get a hurried kick, and Riddell will see it out of bounds. But we've got a throw in here. It must have been out of bounds on the full off the foot of Riddell, going the way of Beeson. She'll play on and go long inside 50 for Hawthorne. The mark not taken by the Melbourne Uni player sitting out the back. And the hands over the boundary line with Kai's appealing for deliberate. But I think the umpire's going to say it'll be a throw-in. Kai's was giving uh, the big appeal. Riddle was saying, yeah. was just giving it just as hard there. Back to the umpire saying, what other option did she have? <laughs> we'll throw it in. Half-forward flank on the outer side for the Hawks. They lead 3-9-27 Melbourne Uni. 3-4-22 Ticked over 16 and a half minutes in the final term. Hawthorne move it forward. Hardiman punches it back towards the top of the 50 metre arc. Riddle dispossessed. Umpire calls play on. It's going to have to come in and sort things out now. And does just that. Around the grounds, 5-8-38. Casey leading Richmond 2-9-21. That game running pretty much the same as ours this afternoon up in Bendigo. So they've only got about three minutes left in that game as well. We've got three minutes left here on the clock as the Muggers trying to get a hurried kick off half back. Under pressure out there is Di Batoli, who is wrapped up, and the umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. On special comments today, Lisa Roper. Well, you know, here's Hawthorne taking it at the end of the game, and they're taking it down um, into the forward 50. The pressure's coming. Pressure certainly coming from Hawthorne, who win the tap inside 50, but player immediately brought to ground. The umpire initially said play on, but then said... That's not going anywhere. So having another ball up in the exact same spot inside 50 for Hawthorne. The tap is not tapped away at all, but just bounces towards the 50 with a free pay. No, not a free kick. We're going to have another ball up. Only a metre away from the other two ball ups we had before inside 50. Tap one down by Hawthorne. One by Riddell. She'll get the hands over the top to Keeney. She had Luke in pursuit, but will find Ashmore on the half volley. She'll go down long by foot towards Anglis. She takes the mark and half forward. She sends it long towards Greiser. She had company from Ebb, who wins the ball towards 50. Her hands off, but the kick smothered by Keeney. Pushed off the ball, but wraps up in the tackle, and the numbers come to help in support. And it will end up a ball up on the boundary, outside boundary. So Melbourne just inching closer and closer towards goal, but can't quite get it into the forward 50. 
in these dying moments of the fourth quarter. That was desperate stuff there by Keeney, wasn't it, guys? It was. As it's on the centre wing out of side. Dying stages of the game here at 10 Alley. Kick in board. Wilson bobbling around. Can't take clean possession of it. There's a hold and a free kick will go the way of the Muggers. Advantage taken. Riddle attacking side of the outer wing. Goes long inside attacking. 50. There's a mark. Mark is taken by Angelus on the outer side. Wanted to move it quickly in board and has turned it over. Nesta takes the mark in the defensive corridor for Hawthorne. Plays on quickly to the outer side. Fitzpatrick comes across, sends it back inside, attacking 50 for Melbourne Uni. It goes out on the full though and a free kick will go the way of Hawthorne. And you feel with under 30 seconds left on the clock, Hawthorne have done enough. Yeah, that would have been Melbourne's probably last chance for a goal there. Definitely. Keeney from Melbourne Uni cuts it off, but she's wrapped up. The siren sounds, and it will be Hawthorne who will go away with the win. 3-9-27, leading Melbourne Uni 3-4-22. So in the end, it was only a five-point ball game. Yeah. Melbourne had their chances, and Hawthorne maybe a few chances to put the game away as well. Lisa? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, even myself got a little bit excited there with Melbourne attacking right at the end. But the same thing, you know, they're, they're just the inaccuracy when they're passing the ball inside their forward 50 and um, Hawthorne outnumbering. So you just have to be accurate with that, that ball. You can't just blaze it away and definitely and put it up to the contested marks. They're just not really winning them with the shorter forwards up there. Exactly. Melbourne Uni, you know, lacking a bit of height in their team. But the goal kickers today for Melbourne Uni were... Bess Keeney, Caitlin Greiser and Katie Angles. while for Hawthorne it was Rebecca Beeson, Emily Gilder and Nicole Cormack, all singles for players today and it was really the missed opportunities for Hawthorne that won them the game today really, yeah. nine behinds um, Yeah, I just wanted to make a point that it, the game finished on a pretty, pretty interesting note with Nesta taking the mark and having an impact on the game the entire time and for me that would I'd put her as player of the game because she was just in every contested con- like contest uh, ball up uh, making an impact with the goals in the mid um, again just always there and yeah again as we saw just stop Melbourne from getting that last goal score opportunity definitely I really noticed Hawthorne's ability to intercept really quickly when Melbourne were playing quickly off the back line uh, and, you know, Nesta was definitely a really, really big part of that for Hawthorne. I'm still quite interested to note that Meg Hutchins, I don't think I called her name at all today. Um, and obviously one of the more experienced heads of this side, do you think maybe in those dying moments she would have stepped up a little bit for her team? Do you think that's an issue, Lisa? Um, yeah, it's hard to really know if there's something outside of football that's going on for her because it's definitely a quiet game for her and really out of character. She's, mm. you know, quite a dominant exactly. player anyway. Only player wearing a black armband today too. Yeah. So maybe some, some personal circumstances we can only assume. We don't know. But no, I think Melbourne Uni may be also ruining a few chances. They had a majority of the ball early on in the quarters but couldn't quite find the, the leverage in the forward line. Yeah, it seemed very rushed down in the forward line and again, like, no real clear um, idea of who to send it to at, you know, what point in time. They didn't really have a leading forward as such. 
Um, as uh, the 100 players being sent off. Yeah, Abby yeah. Tanner and also uh, Sian <laughs> Wilson there. Seeing if it's a race to see if you can get to the boundary before tell the other. Tell you what, I'm a bit more confident in the Hawthorne carry-off. Sian Wilson nearly went to the turf then. <laughs> uh, well done to both players who both played uh, really important games for they both did. of their sides. Um, Tanner played a, a great game as Ruck, winning pretty much every contest that she was in. Yeah, Abby Tanner, I played with her for a few years down at uh, Whitehorse in the, the NFL for two years. And, yeah, amazing girl. She's the one that never shuts up when you're doing anything anywhere. <laughs> Just a slight little whack on air there. Well, it's, it's a good thing, you know. She always brings the voice, voice always ready to pump up the players and get around the girls. And, you know, she does an excellent job in the ruck and was out of the Hawthorne side for a few weeks and came in last week. So it's good to see her grab that opportunity again today. Yeah, we, we've sent uh, our producer and the main man here at uh, Women's Australian Rules Football Radio, Pete Holden, down to the rooms to hopefully capture the Hawthorne song. There is a bit of concrete between us and the room, so mm-hmm. hopefully our uh, mic is able to make the distance. Final score once again here at Tin Alley. Hawthorne, the victors, 3-9-27, defeating Melbourne University, 3-4-22. And whilst we stand by for Pete, we'll just get those goal kickers once again, please, Lucy. Uh, it was Bess Carney, Caitlin Greiser and Katie Angelus for Melbourne Uni, all with singles and the same for Hawthorne. Singles for Rebecca Beeson, Emily Gilder and the 23rd person in Nicole Cormack for Hawthorne. So as we said, it was inaccurate kicking from Hawthorne that essentially won them the battle in the end, kicking 3-9-27, defeating Melbourne Uni 3-4-22. Stick around here on RSN Carnival. We're on here through until 5 o'clock this afternoon. We'll review today's match between the Hawks and the Muggers and also the other games that happened around the grounds as well. Western Bulldogs just getting over the line against Essendon down at Henry Turner Memorial Reserve. And at last look, it was uh, looking like Casey was getting over the line against Richmond up in Bendigo, which is a slight turn up as we've got some noise coming through from the rooms. I'm not sure we're going to be able to get it. There is a lot of... Uh, oh. It's breaking through. <laughs> uh, I think we might dump it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Pete. Uh, he won't be able to hear us because he hasn't got a headset on. 